Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Roberta Canelti, who is an author, educator, hairstylist, mentor, and entrepreneur. Roberta, how are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks so much for <laughs> asking. And we like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Okay, so a little about myself. Well, um, so I've been a hairstylist for many years, over 30 years. And um, I, let's see, I am a recent author, new author. And um, I actually have another book that I co-authored coming out, launching this Friday. So, so excited about that. And um, so, yeah, I'm an entrepreneur, right? I like to to keep my hands in in different things and always looking for new new ideas. Um, but as far as like what I do for fun, I I sound pretty boring, but um, I really do love. I love to read. I love to um, to learn, and um, I I really like to work out. I like to do yoga. I love being outside. I love the outdoors. Um, and I love really good food. <laughs> there we go. What's uh what's some favorite food that kind of pops up when you say really good food? Oh my gosh. So I I love seafood and I actually just tried sea bass for the first time last okay. week and it was phenomenal. Um, I'm not real adventurous on like the spicy hot food but um i i definitely i would say seafood is top for me and healthy i want healthy food but i want it to taste good i want it to have flavor i gotcha i gotcha yeah no that makes (laughs) a lot of sense i'm a big fan of seafood too actually um love eating just fish in general crawfish was a big like thing for me growing up we would always just eat a bunch of crawfish as a family yeah big fan see now I actually grew up on like meat and potatoes Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is funny because I don't eat much meat at all anymore I wouldn't say I'm vegetarian or pescatarian but um I'm I'm very particular about um the I do want good quality. And so um so yeah, I uh I like to try new things though, for sure. There we I've go. never had crawfish, I don't think. <laughs> oh my gosh, you see his face, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but you you really like seafood, but you've never had crawfish? I know. <laughs> yeah. You've had shrimp, right? Well yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Right. I just wanted to make sure we're talking about the same seafood. He almost like hung up on me there. <laughs> <laughs> End of interview. No. <laughs> awesome. Well, big fan of seafood. I'm glad that you um 
love to work out. It sounds like you're just a really kind of like healthy, wholesome person. So I like it. <laughs> yes. I, well, I haven't always been like that. I mean, had some changes in the past few years and I just know that I feel so great. I feel so energetic and I, I love it. I love getting up earlier and all those things that I used to hate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you start doing it and you start feeling better and you're like, okay, okay. I like this. I want to keep this up. Yeah, so, absolutely. Well, tell us a bit more about your book and the first one you wrote and the one you co-authored that's coming out. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so the first book is titled, she looks fine. And so, um, four years ago on September 9th, uh, my daughter was actually hit by a car while crossing the street in a crosswalk. She was 22 at the time. Um, we're, we're here in the Cincinnati area, but I was actually in California doing some hair extension training and received the call. Um, so she was in college and she had been out of the house and I had, I was actually just a new empty nester and ready to live my best life. And I got that call uh, received the call. And so, you know, longest day of my life trying to come home. Um, I, I had no idea our lives would change forever. She, um, we spent a couple weeks, a couple weeks in and out of like three different hospitals. And she did, she suffered a traumatic brain injury among other invisible injuries. So it was a lot of like confusion at first. I didn't understand I never really experienced this before. I knew anyone that had been through this. So it was difficult. I was pretty much on my own. Um, my, my son who is, um, so he's like 23 now. So he was also in college at the time. And uh, so he was very busy doing his thing and he was there, but you know, yeah. we were, I was kind of like very, I was just very, um, was not in a good place. And so I, I, I dealt with a lot of anxiety in the past. And that was really difficult because at that time, I, I really did not know what I was doing. And I, and I handled things the best that I could. And so through, so the next four years up until this year, um, really tried to understand a, a, a traumatic brain injury. And I've learned a lot um, I've learned so much that I said, I have to like, I have to help others in any way that I can. And it led to writing a book, which I'm sure I'm blown away that I, that that even happened <laughs> as well, but I didn't realize. So I had been journaling ever since my kids were born. So I have journals for them and I would write in it all the time. And I journaled the whole time that after her accident and before her accident. And so it just came about that this happened. And I thought, how, how is this going? This was last year. So in, in 2021, I thought, okay, I have this great idea. Now, what do I do with it? And I just, I shared with a friend and she introduced me to a friend of hers who is an editor for a publishing company. And so it's like everything started coming to me. Now, this was after... I had made a lot of changes in myself and my health and 
I will tell you the beginning of last year, um, I decided that I couldn't do this on my own. And sure, I'd always had a relationship with God, but not like I thought, right? Like yeah. I thought I did, but not the way that I needed to. So early last year, I just began soul searching and and I actually was baptized again and I just wanted a fresh start. And so with honestly, with his guidance, like everything started coming to me. It's amazing <laughs> what can happen. And so, yeah, the publisher came into my life and, and, and so, and then my daughter ended up um, co-authoring the book with me. Mm. So it's people are like, well, how is she now? And, and that's, that's a I really, I know, <laughs> I know everybody waits. They're like, Oh gosh, please tell me. I, I know that God has a plan for us, obviously, because she is here today and she is, um, she's doing, I, I want to say she's doing well. She has some bad days. She, um, what happened? So the title of the book is she looks fine. And because people say, well, she looks fine. They kept like, I kept hearing this yeah. all the time. They're like, yeah, but she looks fine. And it's like, yeah, but you know, the injuries are internal. And if I did not, if I was not in um, a support group at the time, if I did not do my own research, I would not understand. And for a while we were butting heads because I was like, ah, oh, like, why does she want to sleep so late? This is so aggravating. Like, come on, we're trying to like move on, you know? So I was trying to encourage her to move forward, but she struggled. And this went on for two, this was two to three years, just struggling and struggling. And, and that's when I began um, even changing my habits, like my eating habits and everything to get better nutrition in her as well. So it was, um, and that's when I thought, okay, this title of the book is she looks fine. And so everyone who has experienced not just a traumatic brain injury, but any type of invisible injury can relate to this. Right. And I have friends, I have, I have a friend that has a lot of, of chronic pain and you would never know. She puts on a smile every day and, and people deal with their, their pain differently. So, um, and my daughter usually has a smile on her face too, out in public. Um, and she needs extra sleep. She needs, um, I can see when she has a migraine, which is quite often. And, um, so I had, so we had been slowly trying to get life back on the way, like, I just wanted my own life back. Yeah. But honestly, that was not a good life. And I didn't know that. Mm. Right. Until now I can say, oh my goodness, I would never go back to that. It was, it was not, it, it wasn't great. It wasn't horrible, but it was not great. And I see now the, with the changes that I've made, what, what can be and what, and how beautiful life can be. So we are taking things one day at a time. She still lives with me. Um, and, and 
you know, we don't, we don't know one day at a time. She is, um, she's pursuing a music career because after her accident, the only thing that would make her happy or cheer her up would to be surrounded by music and to sing, which she has basic, I always say she was basically born with a microphone in her hand. So, um, so that made her happy. So, okay. Yeah. She had been writing music and just started recording and doing all these things. And, um, and she's doing what she loves. And, uh, I mean, she has an album out and everything. So yeah, I was about (laughs) to say, I would love to see where we could listen to some of that. Yes. Yes. And, and so on September 9th, she also released a song, um, called fearless and it's so it's it's about her accident and um what's interesting we didn't even plan this but the last chapter in my book is becoming fearless okay and so it's just kind of been this yeah. it's kind of been our thing and so the so I had asked her to co-author the book with me. And at first she's like, okay. Cause I thought, you know what, here's the thing for people to totally understand this. They need to hear your voice, my voice and see how we were really not understanding each other. And cause I've read several books on traumatic brain injuries and I've only seen a few kind of where you have the caretaker and the, um, the survivor both writing their story so it just came together so beautifully and it has it it's more about it's more about our um inspiration that we want to give others and to give others hope and and it's not just about this accident it's not just about traumatic brain injury it's we want people to see that it's how you deal with those situations and that you can come out of it better than before So, and then that's what I'm saying. The next thing I knew I was co-authoring, asked to co-author another book, um, which is called A Tribute to Bob. So Bob Proctor, if you know, was in The Secret. (laughs) Yes, I know. Oh, so Bob was my mentor, came into my life in 2021 and um at the perfect time that's when everything started happening perfectly coming to my life and he was such an inspiration to me in this the movie the secret for many many years and to be a part of his program and have him as a mentor really changed my life and i never thought that to do something like this like to hire a coach, right? A mentor. Yeah. But I will tell you, <laughs> it's, it's totally changed my life and, and people that have known me and that are around me can see the changes and it's just so beautiful. And that, that ripple effect, right? So it, it, my daughter has taken a lot of that from what I bring and, and it's helping her in her life as well. And so then the, I was invited to co-author this book 
and um, my chapter is called Becoming Fearless. <laughs> so it's about the past year and everything that through his, through Bob's program, what I learned. And if you uh, do know, he did pass this year in February. So we are, it's, it's such an honor to be a part of this. And we are actually donating um, to his foundation, the Unstoppable Foundation on Christmas day. So it's so absolutely yeah. so awesome i'm so so happy to be part of this there we go i love that <laughs> i really love um just the story behind both those books and the fact that bob proctor was a big part of just helping you get through the past two years right oh and my gosh well we not just two years i mean since 2006 when the secret came out i swear i've watched oh. it hundreds of times Gotcha. Gotcha. So you've kind of known of Bob Proctor since yes. 2006 and then really pulled the trigger on hiring him as a mentor. Right. Getting it and, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And it all just fell into place. It just happened. So. Yeah, there we go. Well, tell us a bit more about your motivation. You talked a little bit about inspiring people, but what really gets you up and gets you going every day? Um, so let's see. I mean, I wake. So now I know that when I wake up, I take, I get up earlier so that I can just spend some quiet time, quiet, peaceful time, um, you know, reading or meditating and, and getting in that good place. And so, I mean, I went through a lot of depression and things. And so for me to say that I want to inspire people, but that's because I know where I've been and where I'm at now. And so I've always had, my, my daughter has said, my, she's like, mom, you're going to be a motivational speaker. And it's like, cause she knows that part of me that can, that, that could do that in the past. And now I'm just like, oh my gosh, yes, this is what the, I, I kept asking, I kept asking, what is my purpose? What am I here for? I know you have a plan for me and um, helping others that have been through what I've been through. And, you know, I don't know, it, there's so much that I could say about this. And I know that that is, my purpose. I, people need help and people, some, a lot of people aren't, aren't willing to, um, go out and ask for it. I wasn't asking, I wasn't searching. I wasn't looking for that person, but when they see someone that they can connect with and, um, I, I know, I know that I can, can help others. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more um, before we move on to dreams and goals? You talked about getting into that good place and um, how you struggled with some depression and anxiety. So I know how kind of Bob Proctor and The Secret played a part, but you also said you rekindled your faith at the beginning of 2021. So tell us how that played a part in your growth up to this point as well. Oh, gosh. So that was huge. I actually 
So I am such a busybody. I've always feel like I needed to be doing something. And in January of 2021, I was able to uh, to go to Florida to spend a week at the beach by myself. I did not turn on the TV. I did not even, I didn't listen to music. I didn't turn on the TV. I took that time and for reflection and I, I journaled and I, I read The Purpose Driven Life again by Rick Warren, that book. And so that, cause I knew, I just knew that God had a purpose, a different purpose for me. Mm. Always known this, but I never had the confidence to, to reach out and, and figure out what that was. So I took that time and it, it was beautiful. I just, that's when I came back and knew that I needed to be baptized again and to, to start this whole journey. And I grew up in a church. I grew up praying, I, but I never ha- truly felt it. Mm. So I would just say the words. And so it was like, okay, I don't have to say anything, right? I can just be still and, and (laughs) right. And so be still and be quiet and just listen. I never was like really listening. So your intuition, listening to your intuition, that's God talking to you. And now I know that when I'm getting a little too like mechanical, right? Like working to uh, forcing things to happen. I need to slow down and, and take the time and um, really listen to, to God, to spirit, to whatever you want to call it. Right. For sure. I, (laughs) I smiled so big when you said, I really just need to be still because it made me think of that verse. Mm -hmm be still and know that I'm God. And I was like, man, that really hits different when you put it in that context. I know. I didn't even think about that. And I thought the same thing when I said that. Yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah it's true. It's, and I, I've done a, a lot of reading and I know, you know, I have to tell you that one of my books right now is God works through you. And I read it once and it was so good. I said, I have to go back and read this again. And I'll probably just go back and read it again. I've never, I've never been that intense into a book before. So I might have to pick that book up. Never read it before. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Well, now we're going to jump into your dreams and goals. So tell us about your vision for your life going forward. So, um, It's funny. So I'm now I'm like, I'm an author now. How that sounds sounds so crazy. I know that even my parents are like, wow, that's what an accomplishment. So where do you go from here? Well, um, so I am beginning my mentoring program myself. And I know that uh, helping others is, is the beginning of my my next journey here in life 
And I want to show people, not show, not to, not that I have to prove anything, but I want them to see my growth and my change and know that they can do it too. And, and at an older age, right. It's sometimes it's like, Oh, why did it take me this long? Sometimes here's my thing. I want to tell people too, is don't wait until trauma or something like that comes into your life. Okay. Like live today because it's, it's so beautiful, but I would love to, um, you know, I, I possibly will write another book. I, I may have to do that now that I know I can. Yeah. And, um, I definitely would love to spend a lot more time on the beach. There we go. <laughs> Cause every time I go, I never want to leave. So that is my goal. And if you've been in Cincinnati in <laughs> the winter time, you would definitely want to be. <laughs> yeah. It's a little, a little dreary here. So, um, I, uh, I would love to travel more, spend more time on the beach. I would love to, um, I want this. I actually want to have this book, um, turned into a movie. I can see it. And I've had so many people say that to me. That she looks fine. Yeah. Yep. Love yeah. It. I can see it. Um, I was in drama club. I loved drama I loved acting I loved all that not that I'm saying that I have to be in the movie okay but (laughs) but um which actor would you want to play you (laughs) you know okay I'll say what my daughter does I'm like I'm gonna play me (laughs) (laughs) there we go I think that's a great I know isn't that right we're like nobody can play me (laughs) um so yeah, I uh, want to do the things, do the traveling and do the things. And I want to just, I want to create a legacy for, for my children. And I want to be an example to them and to others. So they, they've seen me at my lowest and yeah. they can, they've seen how far I've come. And um, I want to help others do that. Yeah. No, absolutely. I love that. And this is really tangential. But you made the comment about living in Cincinnati and wanting to be on the beach. And my question is, I I hate cold places. I just really don't like them. And oh. so why do people stay in them? <laughs> um, I assume because our family is here. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. So <clears throat> um it's it's okay now up until January 1st, then you want to get out. (laughs) It's actually really warm today, but I love the holidays. I love spending the holidays with my family and I don't mind. I get excited about snow. I like snow only if I'm inside in front of a fireplace (laughs) (laughs) driving it. No. And it hasn't been that cold yet. Um, But yeah, I can't stand the cold anymore. I'm out. January 1st, I'm like, I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess some people like the cold too. So it's not. <laughs> yeah. Maybe to travel to a ski lodge or something yeah. and stay there for a week. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, awesome. So we got show people your growth and your change to show them that they can do it too. Write another book, spend a lot of time on the beach, travel more, turn She Looks Fine into a movie. 
and then create a legacy for your children and be an example for them and others. Are there any other dreams or goals that you want to put on there? Um, still waiting for my soulmate. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm manifesting that I'm bringing. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I am. I'm waiting for the right one. And so I know that it'll happen at the right time. There we go. I love yeah. it. <laughs> well, what are the top one to two skills that are required for you to develop right now to make these dreams come true, to kind of take that next step? What skills do you need to develop? Okay, so for sure, persistence. Mm. You need. I need to show up every day and I need to um, do the things that need to be done and have faith, have very strong faith. Um, sometimes you don't know how long things are going to take. So you have that faith that it's going to happen and I, and you know, it will. Yeah, for sure. I love that. And what are the highest impact daily actions? So persistence show up every day and have that faith, but what are the actions that come as a result of that faith? And what are the actions you're doing when you're being persistent every day that are going to tick the needle forward towards your dreams and goals? Right. So yes, you do definitely have to take action. And I'm actually very mechanical. So I'm pretty good at that, <laughs> reaching out. Um, so, so reaching out. And of course, now a lot of that is on social media. Mm. So I'm showing up every day and I am actually being more vulnerable. And I think by being vulnerable, people are more attracted to you. They're like, oh, awesome. She's not, I'm not trying to put on this facade, this perfect face every day with filters and everything else on it. Not that I don't sometimes use them, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you need to just let people see. I'm just, I'm, I'm me. I'm real. I'm not trying to be somebody that I'm not. And so by, by reaching out, to others and, and, um, to, and like constantly I'm reaching out to news media. So, you know, we're trying to, to get on the news for, um, for, for our book. And so you have to get yourself out there. You can be in the spiritual all day long, but if you're not taking action, nothing is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So I think, getting there. I think that's one thing about the secret that a lot of people uh miss sometimes because when you're watching that movie, I watched it very recently for the first time actually. Oh my gosh. And it talks a lot about like getting into that state of feeling good, which is so important. And then thinking the right thoughts and visualizing, which is so important. But then it has about a five minute segment where it talks about if you think a lot of stuff and you feel really good when you think those things but you don't take action you're breaking like one of the primary laws of the secret which is when your intuition gives you something to do go do it exactly exactly and that was like oh my intuition write a book okay yep. so when when you hear that like you've got to take that action so um 
So yeah, my next step, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm out there, I'm launching, I'm, I'm doing, um, um, live videos and just getting out there more, putting myself out there more. And, and, um, we, we also do book signings. So we're out here doing book signings. We're getting our book in bookstores and it's, uh, you definitely have to take those actions. A lot of times that's what's uncomfortable, right? Yeah. And keep the persistence. So there's a bookstore here in town. I'm like, oh, I'm not stopping until, <laughs> until we get in there. So, um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, and then you're like, okay, wait, so what else? And, and when you're thinking about those action steps, that's when you have to be quiet and, and sit back and listen for a little bit. When you get that nudge though, go and do, go do that. Yeah. So, and that happens a lot now. I'm like, oh yes, that, that is the step I need to take. Mm -hmm. That's what I need to do. So, um, yeah, I have a, you know, I have a website now and I'm like, wow, all the things that can be done with this website. We'll talk more about technology yeah. in a little bit. But, um, so yeah. Yeah. And finding the people, a lot of times it's just those people that you need to help you in those steps will come to you. Absolutely. I love it. Well, what and I have to tell you though, it's funny because so I'm sorry for interrupting. Um, for instance, I talk about having this book turned into a movie and it was interesting because the guy who, uh, was, in this apartment, we're in an apartment before I was actually is a movie producer who moved to LA Wow! and my friend. Yeah. And so I actually have reached out to him. Not about this yet. Okay. So, um, I'm going to wait till it gets on the bestsellers list. Gotcha. <laughs> Another goal. Okay. But, um, so I have a friend and her son went to school with his son. So he wow. lives in LA, but I had that contact so I can reach out to him. His wife is also a producer in LA. So, Hey, you just don't know. There you go. There you because go. If I don't reach out. It's never going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's so yeah, the level of connections that you'll have yeah. to the people that you just need. It's just amazing. It really is. And how most of the time, have you ever read the book, Who Not How? No. It's a, but oh. I've heard of it. Yes. And yeah, and that's it. You don't have to know the how. You, some, you don't know how it's going to happen. Nope. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's basically always a who. Like when you think about it, we're all yeah. like people who are always trying to think about how, how, how it's like, even if it is a how it's a how to get to a who. So just start with the who, because like when you're starting a business, money doesn't exchange hands. If there's not a who on the other side of that, that who is your customer. If you're trying to learn a skill, you're not going to learn that just looking at a wall all day. You need to be taught or you need to be mentored. That's a who that's going to mentor you. And so it's just like, just approaching 
situations with who not how is just a great way to yeah. fast track success in life. Absolutely. That is it. Yes. Awesome. Well, what character trait do you most need to develop right now to make your dream life come true? Um, just being being consistent mm-hmm. and doing doing those things that you don't always want to do. Getting, getting out there, doing the live videos, putting your face out there. Like you can go and post on social media every day, but, and I know a lot of, with all the reels and everything now, you, you know, you got to get your face out there. People want to get to know you. And so I've, uh, the first few times I did that was so scary. And now I'm like, it's so easy to do a live. Yeah. <laughs> So being consistent in that, for sure. There we go. There we go. And if there were one or two people speaking of who, not how, there were one or two people that you could meet right now. This could be a specific person or a type of person, and they'd really help you take that next step towards your dreams and goals. Who would they be and how would they do it? So that is... That's an interesting question. I, I, hmm, kind of, you know, it's funny. I never had the chance to actually meet Bob Proctor. Yeah. Um, right. So, um, I would have loved to have met him. Um, but it's, you know, okay. So it's, so I told you, I do know the the guy who owned this apartment, who is a, uh, a producer out in LA, but it's so funny. I, um, I'd say like my favorite actor is like Ryan Gosling. <laughs> and I feel like he's such a nice guy that he would like, listen to me and, <laughs> and, and, lead me in that direction you wouldn't happen to know him would you or anything <laughs> no no I don't I don't know Ryan Gosling I was trying to think um when I saw when you said Ryan Gosling I saw the dude who played Deadpool but I was like no that's not Ryan Gosling <laughs> right right gotcha but uh, um notebook you, yes the notebook and what's that other rom-com he was in with Steve Carell uh Oh, crazy stupid love! Crazy stupid love! Yep, crazy stupid. Yes, yes. I don't know all of his new movies, but those two—that's actually some of my favorite. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So Ryan Gosling, he would definitely have the connections to make your book a movie. That is for sure. I would think so. (laughs) Yeah. Well, awesome. Now we're gonna jump into our thriving three. First question: What's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. Well, I, <laughs> that's, I only get to pick one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, um, gosh. Okay. So it's funny. The, the movie that I've seen, and you're just going to be like, oh my gosh, you won't let it go. But the movie that I have probably watched, if we call it, we can consider the secret a movie, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, I've watched that that 
movie more than any other movie hundreds of times mm. yeah i um who do you know the guy's name who hosted ridiculousness are you familiar with that show on mtv i'm not gotcha well anybody who's listening to this podcast can easily go look up his name it's just blanking okay. on me right now but i was listening to an interview with him and he said that when he was kind of coming up in ridiculousness it's rob deerdick i think okay he watched the secret every night <gasps> he fell asleep to the secret every night and he was like it just hit different as he started to um you know grow as a human and grow ridiculousness and he used the secret he was like i'm gonna have 26 seasons or 27 seasons of ridiculousness or whatever and then he booked this insane deal um for the show that was like 20 seasons it was the biggest like booking ever for a number of tv shows like or a number of episodes it was like 300 episodes over 10 years or something crazy like that where um, he just booked this crazy deal and it's because he applied the secret and he was like um, see? I love that so um <laughs> that's awesome yeah no he's he's awesome that's awesome <laughs> the secret is awesome everybody should go watch that movie multiple it is times. yes so when I would when I have but it still couldn't get me to where I needed to be and so I needed to dig deeper mm. and working on your, my self-image, my self-identity, that part, that was, I think that's the biggest for, for most of us. You have to start there. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, yeah, I think the creator of The Secret said, if you only thought about what you wanted, that's all you'd ever get. And so often when we have those thoughts about our self-image or our self-confidence or whatever it may be that are degrading ourselves, and then we get a reality that's like in tune with the degradation of ourselves, we question why we got it. But it's like, it's really just the secret at work in a negative aspect because you're not intentionally applying it otherwise. But um, yeah. Right. I yeah. The law of vibration. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Attraction. I, awesome. I know. I know. It's it's hard. And then when you really try to monitor your thinking, you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. How do I, how do I stop that? So it's really it's a um re it's rewiring the brain. And this is a Joe Dispenza, right? So I listen to him a lot too. So he does talk a lot about rewiring. You do, you have to notice when you do have a negative thought and say, Oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, Stop it, change it. And, and, and it takes, it can take a while. Yeah. Depending on how, how hard you're programmed. No, for sure. For sure. Yeah. But there is, there is something on the other side there worth fighting. For. Oh, absolutely. There is. <laughs> yeah. And what's one way you like to take care of yourself? What's that? But what, what's one way you like to take care of yourself? Um. So, one thing I I like to 
have like a self-care night and um do like the whole like facial and and you know bath and candles and just a very relaxing I mean evening but I would I would love to go to the spa more often and and all that but as far as basically what do I what would be my right so you're asking what would I do yeah as self-care so yeah yeah just just taking that time and put a mask on and watch the secret (laughs) (laughs) put a nice you know moisturizing mask on not yeah there we go (laughs) and what is one action step you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it to meet ryan gosling just keep going to say it out loud every day in the mirror and say it and 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 think visualize myself meeting him Mm. okay so so visualize it already know that it's it's there and we're meeting and yeah then it's done do you think your producer friend knows ryan gosling you know what i'm gonna have to reach out to him soon (laughs) (laughs) i bet if he doesn't know ryan gosling he probably knows somebody who knows ryan gosling (laughs) Like, right. I bet you're only one, two, three connections away from Ryan. And Ryan is like the third connection. So really, I bet you're two connections away from Ryan. Gosling. I know. I think so too. That's really crazy. Which means I'm three connections away from Ryan Gosling. When you get the introduction, <laughs> yeah. make sure to introduce me. Well, I'm telling you, um, my daughter has, she's met a lot of people and she's probably closer to re- yeah. <laughs> meeting Ryan Gosling. I'm going to have to, I haven't told her about that. I'll be like, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. And now we got our final series of questions and these questions can get a little bit on the personal side. So feel free to say you want to pass on any of the questions that you're just like, I don't really want to answer that. Totally fine. The first question is what is one limiting belief that continues to pop up in your life if any I'm not smart enough Mm. that would be the biggest thing is that I'm just I'm not smart enough I'm not educated enough um that because I I you know I didn't go to college and not I mean whatever that means to anyone I was an average student and um but I uh, want to do extraordinary things <laughs> yeah. hey I mean you've written a book which yeah is more than a lot of people have done so going to college is definitely not the end all be all that's for sure I'm telling you I just uh heard the other day that yeah like 90 percent of the people have would love to write a book have thought oh that would be because I thought many years ago about writing a children's book. And so, and they said like 3% actually do it. Yeah. So go me. <laughs> yeah, go you. <laughs> yeah. And so where does that belief come from that I'm not smart enough, I'm not educated enough? Um, 
so low self-confidence and which is, you know, most of our programming is done under the age of seven and not that our parents are, were bad parents. They just, they just didn't know. Yeah. Did the best they could. I have amazing parents. They, uh, yeah. So that was, however, um, that happened. I just have always dealt with, um, low self-confidence, but I'm, but I'm definitely working on that. And, um, yeah, except for what's the next question? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, do you have, <laughs> I was any, like, wait, hey, yeah. <laughs> do you have any actions that reinforce this belief of I'm not smart enough? And so this is like, you have the belief of I'm not smart enough. And so then you think certain things because of that belief, then you feel certain things because of those thoughts and you act on those feelings. These are the actions I'm talking about. They can either happen daily, weekly, monthly, annually, but every now and then you're acting based on a feeling of I'm not smart enough. Do you have any of those? Anytime I have to do something new on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, okay. gotcha. And how do, you, okay. how do you act when you have to do something new on the computer? Uh, um... <laughs> how do I act so um gosh that's what get that's that's it's like my first initial was like oh no oh no I can't do this so thank god for YouTube <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah, yeah, the, the technology that that gets me. I got you. I got you. Sure. Well, if you were to change that limiting belief into an abundant phrase that really spoke to your heart, what would that phrase be? Um, how about I am so happy and grateful. I knew you were going to pull out a I am so happy and grateful. I was waiting for it. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay okay that's it that's what that's how we do it right <laughs> now that i can do all things on the computer and it doesn't scare me <laughs> there we go there we go <laughs> i love it um yeah you know when i when i first i listened to bob proctor a little bit and i started writing out my i'm so happy and grateful statements and i wrote out like a whole bunch of them I think it's good to have a whole bunch of them, but I think it's really important to focus and hone in on one at a time. Yeah. And I didn't like, I was just, <laughs> I think I read all of mine and it took like seven to 10 minutes to read all of them. And I got to the end of it and I was like, man, that's so much. This just isn't going to be effective for me. Like, I don't even want to sit here and listen to all of it. So I was like, um, I started asking people and they were like, yeah, maybe pick less, like start with one. <laughs> Yeah, exactly that is so funny so I still have mine that I laminated and um I'm telling you what I'm, I'm getting closer every day to this I love so it. yeah one or two things that's all yes at a time yeah yeah no, I think, <laughs> advice. yeah right that's great advice great advice. <laughs> <laughs> well awesome when your limiting beliefs start to take over, um, 
we kind of know what thoughts you revert to, that kind of phrase of I am so happy and grateful, but what actions do you resort to in order to kind of take back control, step back into abundance? So this was really difficult for me for a while, but um, to look in the mirror, to look at myself in the mirror and say, um, I am whatever it may be. I, I am smart enough. I, I am strong. I am. And, and I'll tell you what, this is interesting because, um, my mom, she was, she went through a little, um, some medical issues last year and I had to take her to the hospital and drop her off. I couldn't go in with her because of everything. I said, mom, I said, you just say, I am that's strong. I am like, you're, you're coming out of this, you know, just keep saying it. And we would, uh, they had a little like iPad or tablet there. And so we got to like, look at her in the hospital and she would, I would make her say it. <laughs> and she, and now she, she is a beast. Mm. My mom, she, yeah. She's like, I am healthy. I am strong. So Seriously, those things, looking at yourself, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and you stand there and say it. I do that until I mean it, until I believe it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> we got one last question for you. You ready? All right. So I want to frame this next question. Alex Formosi, do you know who he is? I don't. You should check him out after this podcast. Okay, I will, I will. Yes. He's a beast when it comes to marketing and business. Okay. Awesome. So Alex Hormozzi said that the difference between manipulation and help is intent. And I think his point here is that in both scenarios, you're influencing people. But manipulation is about getting somebody to do something you want them to do, while help is about seeking to understand what somebody else wants and then helping them get there. So this question I'm about to ask is going to be more geared towards help, understanding what people want and helping them get there, not manipulation. Now, there's a common saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. And I actually found out from Dr. Alan Leica, who was a guest on the show, that you can get a horse to drink. You just have to salt its oats. Now, I want you to think about a person with a really fixed mindset. They're not willing to accept help. They're not willing to accept change but they hate their life, not happy with where they are. How can we, you and I, create an environment to salt their oats and help them change their life? Yeah, so um, first of all, I think when you just ask the question, what would you love? What would you truly love? And say, okay, okay. How, how would it feel? How, if you already had that, tell me, like, go to that feeling and tell me how that feels. Because I think until they can visualize and, and feel that it's hard to even want why would we want why would we want to go there why would we want to 
risk everything and how do we get them? I don't know. Do you think that's a. I think that's a perfect answer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could, that's amazing. I guess we could add yeah. a addendum there, ask them what yeah. they love, ask them how it would feel if they already had it. And then tell yeah. them to go watch the secret so they can understand. Right. That concept of yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're like, okay, now. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's the it. feeling you knew now what the secret is. Please explain for us. It's the feeling. It is. The feeling is the secret. That it blew my <laughs> mind when they said that. They were like, you know, it's just about. <laughs> so I've had two scenarios. I've had a couple of scenarios where my mind has just been blown by something so simple. But in the secret, it was like, it's really about feeling good. Like you have to be walking in that abundance already walking in that you have received it already. And this is literally in the Bible. And I've been going to church for a long time and it irks me that this isn't preached. Like it's in the Bible. <laughs> um, but, I know. Yeah. It, uh, it, that, that part gets me a little bit. <laughs> and, and, and sometimes it is a little tricky having that feeling. So, but when they also talk about do what feels good. Yes, right? it blew my mind. <laughs> like, why am I doing this? I hate this exercise. No, I'm not doing it anymore. So that's what I've done is I have found all the things, all the things that I love. I'm not going to force myself to eat something I don't like. I'm not going to force myself to do exercises because I'm not going to keep it up. Yep. So find, find what you love. I love it. Yeah. Secret. Just feel good and then do what feels good. It's such a simple thing. And then you ask yourself, why do I do stuff that feels bad? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I know. Well, awesome. Roberta, thanks so much for coming on the show. That is all we have for you. Is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? Oh my gosh. Um, I think I said about everything and, and I talked about how don't wait, you know, it's never too late. It is never too late to make changes in your life. I'm telling you, it's like, I be, that being older and just knowing that it's like, wow, life can be so beautiful. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, Roberta, thanks so much for coming on the show, guys. Thanks so much for listening. If you loved what she had to say, if you're really vibing with her, make sure to go pick up the book, buy a copy for you and a friend. If you happen to know a producer in Hollywood, in yes. LA, <laughs> let's make that connection as well and turn She Looks Fine into a movie. Thank yeah. you guys for watching. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.